yes, it is okay to bob those heads. I need to get below the surface. People up there, they get me nervous. Alright, it's time to go a little deeper with another Root Issues podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm here today with Alyssa. Hello. Steve. Hello. And Luke. What up? All right. So we got the whole crew here, minus Emma. We're going to try to bring her back in on some phone conversations. Well, she'll be back to ski more in March. So. Okay, ski more in March, and we can include her in because she was an awesome addition to the Root Issues last week. But we got the main crew here. Hey, we are closing down our look at This Is Love series with 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, um, some of the most untaught um books in the bible probably on a sunday morning pulpit because they go deep and are they the smallest well second third john yeah, yeah. Oh, you got pretty small quick read but a lot of thought and so today we're going to start our root issues with what's your question because there were questions there were comments in the format that steve taught on sunday just kind of opening it up and you can always check that out on our youtube channel if you missed the sunday message but we're going to jump in so who wants to go with their question first i see Alyssa looking at me okay all right what's your question um, well, there were three big ones uh-huh. for this week. I think the the one of the three that like just prompted my thinking even more was the material things. And like, how do you decipher blessings from things that are material? Mm-hmm. And then um, am I being a good steward? Ooh. Um, and am I helping the people around me be able to mm-hmm. steward? Okay. So I think those were things that I've kind of been wrestling with since. No, I can see that. All right, Luke? Yeah, the whole sin kind of equaling maybe like sickness, that yeah. whole concept was, I think, something I've never Ooh. necessarily heard. Yeah. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of stories in the Bible that some support that idea, and then some almost kind of, I wouldn't say contradict, but almost like there's a flip side to it. Yeah. So I've been, I don't know if we want to talk all about it now, but that, that was kind of my biggest question. But I've, yeah. I've been doing some research into it, and I have some cool insight, I think. So. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. All right, Steve, did you have a question about what you taught about or anything that stirred in your thoughts from some of the comments that people made? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think my main question, I think, for um, for all of us is, you know, have we, have we done uh, and had a chance to really press in with a biblical filter and wrestle with these three questions. You know, what do I really think about material prosperity? What do I really think about what the Bible has to say, what the the gospel, right, Mm -hmm. has done from my view of sickness and health, right? Yes. And finally, right, going deeper, because these are all major issues today, right, is what do I believe, um, and have I had a context to really dialogue with people about the connection between emotional and spiritual health? Mm -hmm. How does that flesh out? And where how's the gospel change that? And yeah. uh, uh, when in talking to people, um, we are so formed by the world mm-hmm. more absolutely these issues yeah. than the scriptures. And so uh, I think we have to drill deep because this is this is deep water for sure yeah. on all these things. And and obviously, all three of these are extremely practical, right? In yeah. the sense of everyday life and our yeah. what are and back to the title of what is a blessed life? What do we yeah. expect? Right out of life is a is a big big question, and the gospel should radically form that. But I think there's a lot of confusion. Yeah, no, I think there can be. I mean, for me, like when I came away from it, man, I was like jotting down notes. I was listening to it this morning um, because I was down with all the kiddos on Sunday, and yeah, just my biggest question that came to me is like, you know, for myself and for others, I was kind of projecting like, how do I know I've got that right relationship with God? 
you know, because like, you know, I'm like, okay, I just had another surgery because I had an infection in my leg. Is there sin in my life? Yes, there's sin in my life, you know, but am I not right with God? No, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, and I mean, there have been some beautiful stories from all of these injuries and how it's reshaped the way I think about my marriage, rethink about how I shape my day, how I manage my time that I just feel God leading me on. But it was like, man, I was like, you know, for somebody who's maybe in a place where they're like, wow, I just don't know how do am I connected to God? That can just be like an open-ended like playground for the thief to come in and just continue to lie and still kill and destroy. And so I would love it if we just spent like a little bit of time at some point in the podcast just kind of helping people say, okay, this is how you can check in with God. This is how you can know that you're in right relationship with God. This is how you can know like, okay, I'm moving in the right direction of spiritual growth, so I should see... Because I'm moving in good direction in spiritual growth, I can see more emotional health. I can see more physical health, and I can identify that he does meet my needs in a blessed life. That's great. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. And so, whoever wants to kick it off, like, you know, Luke, if you said you've been doing some study and you're talking about physical possessions and blessings, but well, yeah, let's just yeah, jump in. content here. Yeah, we got a lot of content. Start off, yeah. So, sin, I guess we can start off with some stories in the in the Word, so... Um, I think if we look at someone blessed, right, we can look at Job, right? Absolutely. Um, and he had everything. He had this huge family, had all these flocks, and kind of in a funny, nuanced way, he became sick because he was in God's will, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And so, I think a lot of times we just look at sickness as, okay, you're sick because of something evil and bad. Yes. And sickness is not a good thing, but it can be used for God's glory, right? Absolutely. And so we can also like, and, and when his friends came to him, he was like, Joe, what, what the heck did you do? What, what, <laughs> what did you do to fingers. make God mad? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the same kind of situation when Jesus was healing, I think it was a blind man and mm-hmm. the disciples asked, have you, you know, were his parents caused this was yeah. it generational and Jesus was like, no, no. But he didn't say like, that was never the, the situation. He said yeah. like, not in this case. Yeah, right? totally. And so we're like, okay, so then maybe in some cases sin causes sickness and obviously, sin causes sickness because you know Adam sinned, yes. brings sickness to the world. So, in like on the base level, obviously, mm-hmm. sin equals sickness, or sickness yeah. is a result of sin. Um, but Steve, I would just like love to hear a little bit more detail, maybe if you could, of like, is there? I mean, there's obviously sins we commit that you know scientifically cause sickness. Yeah, right? like smoking. <laughs> so, or, right. yeah. that's kind of yeah. obvious. But not it, taking care of yourself. Is yeah. there been yeah. a more of a nuanced kind of approach to sickness? Kind of almost. Uh, I think a lot of people would think of it almost as a punishment from God sure. because of sin. Yeah, um, yeah the, 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 there's so much uh, ground here. Let me yeah. just step back to Job, um, and I'll give a, a funny personal testimony <laughs> here too. But, um, you know, Job, it, there's so much mystery, struggle with Job. That's why it's yeah. there, right? So sure. I think the essence of Job, because I spent a lot of time um, um, drilling. wrote a book on it. Yeah. If you want to. You can go ahead and plug it, baby. How to live in prosperity in a suffering world. Yeah. But, and the reason I spent so much time, because we live in Aspen, Colorado. Absolutely. Right, mm-hmm. which this is, right, the top one percenters in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So, wow, how do we have a biblical understanding of prosperity as well yeah. as suffering? So, 
So Job, I think the thing with Job that presses us to the nth degree is Job was righteous before God. Yeah. So it, it, back to what you're saying, Luke, is that he went through the process of, and you had all of his friends who mm-hmm. just did not see deeper into the will of God. Yeah. And we know that they got hammered, right? Because they kept after one thing with Job, and Job was righteous before God. He'd searched yeah. his heart. So I think this is the key element in this whole thing that, it, that we have not taught in discipleship in the process is because we live in such a technological age, we bounce out quickly to the aspirin, quickly to mm-hmm. the Tylenol, quickly to the doctor, WebMD, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Nothing wrong. Those are all blessings. But as a follower of Jesus, my first bounce out by faith needs to be, all right, Lord. And the first question when yeah. I'm hit with sickness of any kind needs to be, Lord, um, Am I right with you? Back to what you said, Chris. Yeah. Is this is this sickness a result, right, of something that I am not yeah. paying attention to? Is it you know? And 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 you might say, "Wow, I'm I'm, I'm my my," and this presses us, right? Because yeah, in does. discipleship, the question is: there's always layers to peel back, which I know deeply because the Lord has dealt with me with a physical issue, um, uh, you know, uh, in the last several years of 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 stress i thought oh i'm not stressed i'm great you know <laughs> and um and he had to uh, afflict me with some some things like blood you know some things just you know that um made me wrestle with like okay yeah. lord um I, and he's trying to show me look you are not resting in me you are not um you're letting your flesh lead out in handling these issues right yeah. rather than me and, and it's a whole deep dive but that's the first question. Yeah, is mm-hmm. before the Lord, Lord, yeah. uh, you're, I'm your child. You have good things for me. Yeah, well, you are my great physician, Jehovah Rapha. That's where we begin. And unfortunately, all of us can say, eh, often that's not what happens. And then I have to go deep into that water because it. it and, and but for a lot of folks, and, and here's where it goes even deeper to the tough passages: First Corinthians 11, uh, the sin unto death, and the end of First John. Um, Jesus to the church in Thyatira that if you do not repent, he's speaking to the church, mm-hmm. I will throw you on the sickbed. Whoa, it, we just and so you know we have all this kind of charismania out there that <laughs> says God never you know will you know has sickness will for his children never yeah. brings. That's just not biblical. It's it's there. God will bring allow now whether it's yeah. cause allow whatever, but it's out of a loving father. This is Hebrews twelve to bring discipline right upon yeah. because a loving father disciplines his children and sickness is one of the primary things. Yeah. So the deep dive on that is before I come to the communion table, have I right? Um, am I am I living something contrary to the scripture and maybe doing it blatantly or subtly? And this is why David is a man after God's own heart. Lord, search my heart, O oh God. Is there and he? You hear this language? Mm-hmm. Is there any hidden sin? Is there stuff I don't even know about that I need to correct? Right, and to take that extremely serious before I go and partake of the body and the blood, right, of saying that I, I'm believing this gospel yeah. without doing the inner work, right, yeah. of the body of, of of as the scripture examining the body of Christ. So that's the starting place. Yeah, totally. Right. That's that's where we go, and um, and from there. Right, if I've done that work, and for Job, he was right. He's to yeah. and this is where he called God to account. Now, like, whoa, Ooh, watch yeah. out if you do that. Right <laughs> at the yeah. end, God comes to Job and says, "Brace yourself," you know, like, oh boy, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and uh, but you see God's heart in mm-hmm. that whole thing. Job is there to show us, right? Um, God is sovereign. Mm-hmm. We trust Him, 
And even in the hardest of things, there's only one who's righteous, yeah. and that is God. It's really, I think, more about a righteous issue. Who is righteous? Yeah. And where does righteousness come? And what does Job say in there? I know my Redeemer lives. Yeah. Right? I know God is going to right, cover me ultimately. Um, so I, that's where we start, I think, yeah. in this issue of sickness. And understand that, as you said, Luke, uh, sickness is not natural. Yeah. In the sense of it is a result back to the fall of sin yeah. in yeah. this world. It is passed down. We could get heavily into the generational thing. We know, oh, yeah. right? If a father struggles with, just go down the list, uh, yeah. whatever the issue is, it, the tendon, typically that can be passed to down yeah. the line. And, um, and this is where the gospel covers all this. So this yeah. isn't a fearful thing. It's like we need to brace the gospel yeah. and do the gospel work of getting free, right, from yeah. this stuff. But, and so what I hear you saying is like, you know, whether you're on the view of like, God never put sickness on his children that would be child abuse or whether you're like sickness is just part of the fall i mean it's that first stop of is god sovereign enough for you to say hey wait a minute god i want to check in with you i need to know yeah and and this that's a famous line right that's that's child abuse yeah it it, it is a famous line which is just really bad biblical language (laughs) it's not good theology in the sense because we see not only job but all the first corinthians some of you first corinthians 11 some of you speaking to the church right have are sick and some of you have died in first john 5 the sin unto death right and as if you're not but here's the here's the the important thing for us to understand god has a greater commitment than my physical health absolutely yeah, his commitment is the totality of my sanctification because he's gonna. He, we're all gonna be healed ultimately when and sanctified. Yeah. His mm-hmm. greater commitment is that I become like Jesus. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And that is where that line, oh child, you know, is way out of line. Well, yeah. look what he did to his one and only son, right? Yeah. Well, there you go. You know, always go back to the cross, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, it is, but it's that concept of like, are you still gonna put your view of sickness and where it came from? higher than God because I think anytime you have that element anytime like you know when I look at my injuries I'm like I have to go to God and be like yo is there something out of sync here is there something out of line like you know why is this falling on me like if I go to him first then I'm giving him authority and permission that he doesn't even need but I'm now opening my ears to listen to him which I think is key it doesn't matter what I think about sickness my only thing that really matters is is he sovereign over this sickness or are you better because it's happening to you yeah like oh why poor me and am I willing to have the? and this is really the deepest this is the the main point here am I willing to have God his people in my life look into my life and, and call out sin yeah. and, and call me to confession. Mm-hmm. This is where the confession, confessing our sins to one another is yeah. just uh, unpracticed in most churches, yeah. right, today, in a healthy way, let's just Well, say. yeah, no, totally. Right, so I start with myself before God, and then I move out to bring yeah. others, and this is what leads us, the only place in the New Testament tells us exactly what to do when mm-hmm. we're sick is James 5, Yeah, right? And first I pray, right, yep. to yeah. the Lord. Next thing I do if if uh, I need more insight is I call the elders right yeah. of the church mm-hmm. and and that's onto the faith of the person calling the elders. Now the elders' faith yeah. has to step in, and he ends at the the prayer of a righteous person. That's not yeah. positionally right. That is a person who is who 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 is blameless before God in the sense that as far as they know that they have dealt with the yeah. the sin in their life and they're open to the convicting work of the Holy Spirit right Absolutely. and applying the gospel in their life yeah. and that. That brings so much healing, and that is the the place as a community we should uh, dwell in applying the gospel, right, uh, Mm -hmm. to to our lives. And I think that really calls for like a healthy dose of humility. 
Like, you know, for us to be, like, humble in ourselves to know that God is sovereign and his love for me is real, so I'm checking in with him. He's my first stop. I mean, Brother Trinity, when he came to pray for me, you know, because he felt God put it on his heart, you know, he was like, after he got the whole story, he's like, I don't know if I'm supposed to pray for a blessing or pray a rebuke. And I'm like, you know, either way, I want whatever God has. Like, if it's a rebuke, because I just keep putting my head down and moving forward and ignoring my body, which damages yes. my family, <laughs> yes, and damages my relationship with God, you know, then give me the rebuke. But I just want whatever God has for me, because I know his heart for me is to restore me, you know, so yeah, but I mean, it takes a healthy dose of humility, and I think that's where maybe some people struggle when they think about like, well, sickness can't come from God. Well, mm. can't. Well, you know, yeah. Just check in with your father and see what he has because and, the and relationship humility is key. is key, right? Yeah. And so here's the funny story: is here yeah. I'm, I haven't been sick since I can remember. Yeah. So guess what? I got sick Sunday night and, and was sick yesterday. Yeah. And uh, right after speaking that message, mm-hmm. oh, that's crazy. <laughs> and so it got it was just it was I mean it was just funny. And yeah. and and, uh, and so this is where it's just it's like we have to be humble before mm-hmm. the Lord. So yeah. any grandiose comments about you know we're not going to have any sickness in this church <laughs> or we're going to you know pray cancer out of this city, yeah. um, that's dangerous language. Okay, yeah. it, to me that's irresponsible language, right? Yeah. In mm-hmm. the sense that. Look, we're fallen beings, and there's a lot of mystery mm-hmm. here. We yeah. have to lean into God. Yes, we need to go after things with faith, but with yeah. wisdom and and uh, and trusting in Him, through yeah. the miss that mystery. And sometimes we just don't know, and we can sit and search our heart, Lord, why am I? And yeah. we don't need to. The question is: Is my first response right yeah. to Him, Lord? Examine yeah. my life. Right, I'm sick now. I'm weak, and and sickness. The the primary thing it does for us it slows us down. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it and it shows how weak we are, Ooh, yeah. and it and it can be a huge like uh, reconnection to all right, Lord, I'm dependent on you for my very breath, right? Yeah. Well, and, I think it helps you point back to the stewardship part and the blessing yeah. part, and are you, you know, what are you doing with the material things that you have? Yeah, like how lucky are or blessed are yeah, you yeah. that you are able? And like I thought that with my kids after mm-hmm. having the miscarriage, yeah, it gave me a deeper understanding of really what they mean to me. Mm. Yeah, you know, than just like it can feel like a lot, but then when you're not able to do that. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, I'm so, so blessed that yeah. I get to have these three. Yeah. When some people go through this and they don't have any or have any. Yeah. So, so good. Ever. And I, you bring up, I think, a really important point is the integration of these three questions. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I can be materially prospering. I can be just feeling yeah. really great about all the areas of my vocation, my family, all these mm-hmm. things. But if I don't have my physical health. I can't enjoy any yeah, of that. Yeah, right. Yeah. None of that matters right? if you're in a hospital bed. Right. Yeah. yeah, I can have a beautiful family. I can mm-hmm. rejoice in my children as a bl- blessing from God. But if I don't have my health, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to enjoy that. Well, right? and I it's see it hard. so much with the mental. Like so many moms so, get really depressed. And so that's yeah. why the order of these, right? It goes even yeah. deeper. Right yeah. now, uh, right, it starts with my understanding biblical of the material, right? Then it moves into my understanding my health because mm-hmm. if i don't have that i can't enjoy the, yeah. the the physical and then that goes even deeper to the emotional spiritual yeah mm-hmm. is that i can have all that I can have physical health i can have all the great blessing in the world yeah. but if my emotional right. health if i am depressed mm-hmm. right i'm not going to rejoice in any right. of those things right so all this goes together um in the sense of understanding what a blessed right walking with god yeah. is all about yeah. 
thinking about all this, I feel like there's a, there's a line that Jesus says along the Bible and says, go and sin no more. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, you know, one. for him to, a lot of times for him to heal someone, he had to first get rid of their sin before he could yeah. do physical or spiritual healing, right? And then there's the other side of healing where it's more to God's glory, you know, mm-hmm. to just show his glory in that aspect. But I think all these questions kind of come back to like, what is righteousness? You know, righteousness, righteousness is kind of like, you know, the pursuit of, you know, following God, not sinning. Mm-hmm. And that kind of all like leads back to living a blessed life is like you're blessed if sin kind of like, you know, if you push that away, blessings yeah. come to you in a way. In a, in a way. Yeah. Look, so uh, from your perspective, I think it's so important. Let's just go to James 5, right? Yeah. The prayer of a righteous person availeth much, right? And we know First Peter and the Psalms, they say, you know, if we're living in blatant sin, God's not. It, you know, it's chopped off. I think yeah. it's something we don't understand, right, is that connection between of the fellowship that we have with God and, and being righteous. So what does, I think for the listeners, I think this is a confusing thing. What does it mean to be righteous? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, just some thoughts. Righteousness, yeah. It's the, it, it's the pursuit. <laughs> Put him on the spot. <laughs> it's the pursuit of, of God, and that obviously goes deeper into, you know, the pursuit of true love. Um, and humility and not living a life of selfishness, but a life of selflessness in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so being righteous, it's hard because I think people, some people think it's attainable, like in this world, in our physical bodies. You're still going to sin. I think it's yeah. how you handle the sin. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's and the so difference. A lot of people, I think the more realistic approach is like righteousness is, it, it's not being without sin. It's being, knowing that that sin is covered in yeah. a sense. Yeah. Um, it's believing in the whole gospel part, like the yeah. creation, the fall. I think people don't have a hard time with those two parts of it, yeah. but it's when you get deeper, they get caught in the redemption stage mm-hmm. and they're not fully embracing the consummation at the end, yeah. right? Of like his kingdom on earth. Yeah. Good. I mean, I love that, you know, just in the sense of like, it's like, okay, yeah, what is righteousness? You know, because my Dan Dangler, my young life buddy, we're always like, yeah, I'm righteous. I'm squeaky clean, you know, <laughs> because I have Jesus. But it's like, how do you respond to those daily struggles and the sin that falls in? Do you submit it back to Christ? Do you come to him with, you know, humbleness and be like, man, God, I'm sorry for this. Like, is there conviction on your heart to be repentive? Because I think when you have that conviction in your heart to be repentive, that is drawing you closer in relationship to God saying, I know the order. It's you, then me. Like, I, I'm submitting to you that my behaviors, my attitudes, my mental fact, everything about me has to be aligned with you if I'm going to know peace. And that moves you into righteousness. Yeah. You know, yeah, well, and you have to remember, like in creation, God was with Adam and Eve, Absolutely. like he wanted a close relationship, he didn't want for her to eat that apple, mm-hmm. but the she did, yeah, and so then the whole rest of the story is him trying to get us back close yeah. to him, and it's like if you get that that's his end goal is mm-hmm. being close to you then you're going to remember that and all the muddled things that yeah. happen. Uh, yeah. You know, even the daily tasks that suck. It's like, yeah. gosh, Eve, why'd you eat that fruit? Now I have to clean these dirty dishes and yeah. my kid gets sick. You yeah. know, it's like God didn't want that mm-hmm. to happen. And so his whole plan is working to redeem those things. Yeah, so that absolutely. End up in a better place. I think a big thing too is people think blessings need to be earned, right? Yeah. When oh, yeah. God wants us to be blessed, right? And the, yeah. the big thing is like, a lot of people are like, well, you know, why doesn't God bless me? But, you know, God can't bless something that's not his. 
yeah. his will or his plan. So I think that's a big part of it too. But it's great. We're learning about that with um, Ruth and Naomi right now yeah. in our Bible yeah. study. He had to like totally empty that out before he could re. Yeah, refill it. Yeah, no, but I mean, you know, that goes into our deep human nature. Like, I need to earn it. Yeah. Like, versus receive it. You know, like, are you going to earn it or are you going to receive it? You know, and it's much better to receive it because that takes a higher level of humility. Mm-hmm. Anytime you feel like you're in the earn mentality of like, oh, Works. you know, I'm doing this, I'm working, I'm working. And it becomes then, yours too. When yeah, you it's it. yours. Yeah. There's no humility in that. You know, it, there's not even, you know, it's God rewarding your works when really he just like i want to i want to bless you because i want to be in relationship with you you know because i think a lot of people can get stuck into the earn it and you don't have to have a relationship to earn it because it's all on you yeah and so it is like just this humility to just to come before god and you like in sickness i mean it's like yeah we're just like you know cars will be like you know my elbow hurts and i'm like i'm sorry let me pray. Like, I don't know what else to do. Like, I don't know why your elbow hurts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, she's a ballerina, so she has, like, so many aches and pains and uses muscles that most of us don't even know we have. <laughs> you know? And so you're like, well, I don't know. Yeah. So, somewhere in the sermon, you talked about denying yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that all ties back to what we're talking about of, yeah. like, you know, we can't do it. God has to do it. We have to deny our heart. We have to give our heart to God, right? Yeah. Do you want to maybe talk a little bit more about what that looks like? Like denying yourself, what does that entail? Because that's like a, yeah. kind of a complex, I think. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, because there's so much talk today, even in the church, about self-love. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think it was Tozier who, who does a great job of saying the great, the deepest sins we have to deal with are self-love, yeah. right? self-righteousness, right? yeah. and self-assurance, right? These yeah. things that, wow, that's the core of the flesh, right? Yeah. Well, and, that's why she ate the apple. Sorry, I keep bringing it up. Yeah, that's okay. why. Yeah, that apple. But um, I think denying self, in other words, and this is so confused, uh, you know, this is where we have to do some work, I think, in the yeah. church and discipleship. But uh, it's not doing away with ourselves, but it's actually, right, letting our spirit our, the core of ourself, right, be in alignment with the Holy Spirit. And that begins, at back to our righteousness thing, with justification, right, is that we can't earn it. Right? No. We can't earn and this is important, that I'm positionally righteous with God when I submit myself to the gospel by mm-hmm. grace. It's only by grace, and, and this is the, the ground's level here. And this yeah. is everyone, no matter what they've done, no matter where they've been, is they can be righteous in God's eyes, right, the moment they submit their, their self, their life, right, to the grace of God. That's the yeah. good news. That's just amazing. Yeah. But once that's done, right, is that it's grace is not opposed to effort. It's opposed yeah. to earning. We can't yeah. earn. That's not grace. But effort, right, is there, right? So once the Spirit of God's inside, He wants to partner with our spirit and bring inside out work. And so that righteousness needs to be fleshed out into practically living righteousness, mm-hmm. not just positionally how God sees me. Right? I always have to come back to that. Even when I sin, I have to come back, Lord, I'm your child. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. been redeemed by you. And I have to put the gospel on, forgive me, Lord. And at that moment, he says, he stamps us as forgiven, yeah. right? And so that's that application. But I have to desire and show great effort to live righteously because, as you're saying, Liz, is that God's intent, he wants us to be like him, mm-hmm. like Jesus. And that takes some deep, deep spiritual work, right? Yeah. Uh, and that work at the core is, Luke, what you bring up is, is learning to deny myself. Yeah. And, um, and that's uh, leaning into the Spirit. How do I walk by the Spirit, right? Um, and, and it begins with just, if I can't submit to His Word, if I'm going to play games with it, right, then, uh, boy, I'm, I'm halted in my progress yeah. with that. No, I mean, it, 
like yeah like the denying of the self i'm like all my best ideas come (laughs) when i surrender my own thoughts and just kind of listen to him and process where he's leading me yeah because even people who don't have the holy spirit in them have a spirit and that's how they're making sense of things yeah and so it's like what is going to be your checkpoint for how you're making sense of things and if you don't have the holy spirit it's the world if you have that spirit holy spirit in you then it's god and god's will the word you know, yeah, that's and it's being submissive to that spirit. Decipher, yeah, no, your thoughts. That all leads back to like the truth, right? Like, yeah. yeah, what do we believe as the truth? And you know, God's greatest, you know, will for us is ultimately to walk in that truth and know what that is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and believe His desire for us to prosper. Wasn't that a question or something? Absolutely, right? Yeah. And, the, and, and to know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Yeah. Right, and so I think that's the encouragement for all of us: is that freedom is there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. From 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 bondage to not having lacking material things, right? right? To uh, to struggling with physical things, to struggling with emotional things, is that Jesus came to set us free, not Absolutely. just emotionally, yeah. not just physically, right? Not just spiritual, I should say, but all of that, right? Yeah. If there's freedom available, um, and. Uh, you know, I think that's just understanding the fullness of the cross. Mm-hmm. It's available, but it has to be taken by faith, right? Yeah. Just like my sanctification, I yeah. have to be more like him. I have to apply my faith. I have to show effort in that, yeah. trusting in the Holy Spirit. Same with healing, physical healing. It's by faith. Jesus says by the cross. This is Isaiah yeah. 53, Matthew chapter 8. He connects. He has bore up our sicknesses and our diseases, right? Mm-hmm. We have to take that by faith, right? Yeah. So uh, it's there for the taking. Yeah. Did you have anything else, Luke? I yeah, see I, I got so much. <laughs> I, I know, so I can much. see you over there stewing. <laughs> um, Give us a final word, Luke. Oh, we're, we're closing this out. Um, I think I think it's so, the the phrase of where your heart is, that's where your treasure, or where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be too. Yeah. And I think that's, like, it really reveals your heart to yourself in a way of like, okay, yeah. where am I putting my time? Where am I putting my efforts? Where am I putting, you know, my actual money? Where am I putting all this stuff? And that really reveals, are we trying to live a life according to God's will yeah. and righteousness? Or are we mm-hmm. trying to live to the world? And there, we can't have both of those be our master, right? So mm-hmm. yeah. we talked about that last week when you weren't here with like priorities, of people coming to church and yeah. a heart check behind their weekends and what yeah. they're choosing to yeah. do with their time then. And, and every man and woman is a slave to something. And are you a slave to the world or are you a slave of Christ? Right. And I know the word slave is probably not, I mean, it's a word that's pretty, <laughs> it's very diluted, but, very triggering, but we are slaves to Christ. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that's, that's the, the slave we want to be. I guess. Absolutely. That's where real freedom comes yeah. from. Ultimate freedom yeah so i mean you know one of the things that i would just land it on would be just like you know remember relationship you know when you think about like you know this connectivity with god like how are you relational with other people how do you spend time with them like you know spending time with god is being able to just rest in his presence and allow everything to just kind of fade away and i know that's like a mental challenge and a mental hurdle for a lot of people but the more you can do that or even just the essence of like God, am I good with you? Like, that's a humbling question because you're checking in, you know? I mean, Elaine and I will check in with each other. Like, am I good with you? Because right now your attitude. And she'll be like, am I good with you? Because your attitude. And so just that humbling checking in to allow someone to freely speak. And then when you check in with God, you're just like, God, am I good with you? Reveal. Talk to me. And then it, it's it's just growing that relationship and that humility to say he is in charge. That's good. 
you know. And I think a story that shows that so is the story yeah. of Joseph, right? Yeah. He was always a servant. Oh. Looked like he was, you know, was always in the pit. Yeah. But God used that to ultimately yeah. bless him mm-hmm. and everyone around him. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, when you look at Joseph's life, even in situations that, you know, in a worldview are horrible, he excelled. Yeah. You know, he was always lifted up. Yeah. You got anything to throw out? Well, just went through terrible thing, you know, last winter. And it's been amazing to now look back and see like the fruit that came Mm -hmm. from it just through the spring and the time that my family had this summer. Yeah. Um, It was really special. And I think it brought Carson and I a lot closer Uh and, you know, opened up a lot of opportunities for us to talk about just things, you know, that um, came to the surface because of the hurt. Yeah. No. So... Yeah, I'm still not glad it happened. Like, no. it was awful, and I don't wish it on anybody. But I do, I, I'm like, I see you, God. Yeah, you know? I see you, God. Yeah. 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 You know. So, all right. Well, hey, thanks for tuning in to your midweek jolt, Root Issues. We hope this inspires some question and some thought. You can always reach us at rootissues at ccaspen.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'd love to hear from you. So, shoot me an email, and we will see you and hear from you next week. And you can bob your head. I need to get below the surface.